Welcome to Brief Biographies of Famous People. This is your host, AJ. For the first episode of this podcast, we will be discussing the life of Michael Jordan, NBA champion, gambler, and baseball player. Before we start, I encourage all our listeners to subscribe, share with friends and family, and leave a review. On February 17th, 1963, in Brooklyn, James and Dolores Jordan welcomed his son, whom they named Michael. James was an equipment supervisor, while Dolores was an employee at a local bank. Michael was their fourth child after James Jr., Dolores, and Larry. Five years later, in 1968, the Jordans moved to North Carolina, where Michael attended both high school and college. In the city of Wilmington, Jordan attended MCA Laney High School from around 1977 to 1981. He started to spend lots of time playing baseball at this time, even attempting a tryout for the sophomore team. Out of all in his grade who tried, only one made it. It was not Jordan. Saddened, Jordan ran home and shut his door, and cried for hours on end. He was motivated to do better. The following summer, Jordan trained rigorously in order to have the body of an athlete and up growing 4 inches during this period, to a total of 75 inches. He made the junior varsity team soon after, and became their leading scorer. This gained the attention of several high-profile colleges such as Duke University, Syracuse University, and Virginia University. However, he ended up accepting a scholarship from the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill. At Chapel Hill, Jordan majored in cultural geography but focused mostly on his athletic career. As a freshman, he averaged over 13 points per game, which led to the Athletic Coast Conference naming him Freshman of the Year. Notably, at the 1982 NCAA Championship game, Jordan hit a game-winning jump shot over future NBA rival Patrick Ewing of the New York Knicks. Since then, Jordan has called this moment a huge turning point in his career. Over the next few years, Jordan consistently improved, being part of the NCAA All-American First Team in his sophomore and junior years. However, he quit Chapel Hill for senior year in order to enter the NBA draft, though he would later return in 1986 get a bachelor's degree in geography. In the draft, Jordan was a high-profile contender, being picked third in the first round after Hakeem Olajuwon and Sam Bowie of the Houston Rockets and Portland Drail Blazers, respectively. In his first few seasons with the Bull, Jordan averaged over 20 points per game and was named Rookie of the Year, while also being accepted into the All-Star Game. The 1985 game was one of the most controversial in history as several veteran players, mostly of the Detroit Pistons, such as Isaiah Thomas of the Detroit Pistons again, were upset at the attention Jordan was receiving, so they refused to pass him the ball. In 1986, Jordan's season was cut short and the Bulls barely made it to the playoffs, where they were swept by the Celtics. In 1987, Celtics again swept them. In 1988, however, Jordan was named Defensive Player of the Year and defeated the young and inexperienced Cleveland Cavaliers team. However, the physical and up-close defense of the Detroit Pistons was too much for Jordan to handle, resulting in them getting eliminated from the playoffs in the next round. This, along with the 1985 All-Star game was the start of the Bulls-Pistons rivalry, which would continue to sour for years to come. In 1989, the Bulls beat the Cavaliers and the Knicks in the playoffs, but were again eliminated by the Pistons, who were even more physical than in the previous year. Then, in 1990, they beat the Milwaukee Bucks and the Philadelphia 76ers, but again lost to the Pistons. However, fortunes would soon change as the Bulls beat the Pistons in a sweep in 1991, leading them to the NBA Finals, where they faced an experienced but aging team led by Magic Johnson and Chapel Hill teammate James Worthy. The Lakers took the first game, but Jordan went crazy, took the next four games to the Bulls, leading to his first MVP trophy and an NBA championship for the Bulls. Next year, 1992, after barely surviving the physicality of New York Knicks, the Bulls defeated the Cavaliers in the NBA Conference Finals, leading to a matchup with Clyde Drexler of the Portland Trailblazers. Both were very similar in terms of playstyle, which the media capitalized on and widely hyped in order to create a rivalry between the two, like a Magic Bird rivalry. However, with home court advantage and a prime level Jordan, 
The Bulls defeated the Blazers in six games, with Jordan receiving another MVP trophy. 1993, Jordan's streak of MVP awards ended, Charles Barkley receiving the award. They both would meet in the 1993 finals, which the Bulls won in six games, and where Jordan averaged a finals record 41 points per game and won the MVP award. However, without a few game-winning shots by his teammate, the Bulls were very likely to lose. With three finals MVP under his belt and a sky-high reputation, Jordan got a little arrogant and started a gamble. Reportedly, he lost up to $1.5 million in 1993, resulting in a heavily gambling addiction. However, June was able to recover from this, around the time 1994 season was about to begin. Around this time, Jordan's father, James, died, was actually killed in a murder homicide, and this really depressed Jordan. Audiences around the world could not wait to see what Jordan would pull off next, but because of his father's death, he decided to retire from basketball and became a baseball player. He signed up to play with various minor league teams in 1994, such as the Birmingham Barons and the Scottsdale Scorpions. However, he knew that he was not succeeding. So in 1995, around the end of the regular season for the Bulls, Jordan announced he would return to the NBA. He wore number 5 instead of his usual number 23, but was still playing at a pretty good level. However, in the playoffs, the Bulls lost to the Orlando Magic in a contested series. For 1996, Jordan trained rigorously like he did in high school and was back at his early 1990s prime level. With the acquisition of Dennis Rodman, a physical power forward, Jordan and the Bulls amassed a 72-10 record, which was the best record of any, any NBA team until 2017. They easily got to NBA Finals, where they crushed the Seattle Supersonic, led by point guard Gary Payton and power forward Sean Kemp, in six games. In 1997, the Bulls had a slightly worse record of 67-15, but still made it to the top, where they faced Carl Malone and the Utah Jazz. Fortunately, Bulls won, Bulls won six games. Jordan received his fourth and fifth MVP awards during these two finals. However, tensions with the Bulls management called Jordan and his teammates to announce that the 90, 1998 season would be their last. They worked hard and amassed a 62-20 record. They barely made it to the NBA Finals, however, as the Eastern Conference Finals saw them match up against the energetic three-point machine and Reggie Miller of the Indiana Pacers. Luckily, they survived and made it to their sixth finals, where they again faced the Jazz, who were motivated from the 1997 loss. In six games, the Bulls almost lost, but a game-winning shot in Game 6 by Jordan proved otherwise, resulting in the Bulls' second 3P and Jordan's sixth MVP. This is the end of the primetime Jordan, however. He returned to basketball in 2003 with the Washington Wizards, but did not play well at all. Meanwhile, many of his Bulls teammates, such as Scottie Pippen, transferred to several teams over several years, unable to re replicate the success of previous years. Since Jordan's retirement in 2004 with the Wizards, he has remained a part owner of the Charlotte Hornets and is worth nearly $2 billion currently. Thank you for hearing this episode of our podcast. To support our podcast, please subscribe, share with family and friends, and leave a review. Goodbye.